Hello, and warmest welcome to Soul Riffs. My name is Jennifer Jones. I'm an entrepreneur, wife, mother of two, and I believe when we look after all parts of ourselves, that's when we gain confidence to dive headfirst into a life that feels joyful. My intention is to inspire you through my own stories to understand yourself better and become the curator of a life you absolutely love. I'm committed here to pulling back the curtains and telling real and raw stories. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be open. I'm human. And I believe we all have a healing journey to embark on. I'm riffing off here. No scripts, no screening, just a straight view from my heart. Let's link arms and know that we are in this together. Hello, it's Jen here. Welcome back to my soul riffs. I have had so many topics that have come to my heart over the past week, and there's so many women who I cannot wait to bring on here because they're women who I respect and admire so much, and I really want to bring them on here so that they can share the riffs on their hearts as well. But for now, I'm going to remain solo, and I'm trusting my gut, and I'm just speaking my truth. So thank you for being here. This has been so incredibly freeing for me. And I believe truly that this process is just as much for me as it is for you. So thanks for hanging in there. And um, I promise you, each episode in time will get better. And there's something actually that I learned in university that that stuck in my mind. Uh, I believe it was a sports psychology course that I was taking. But that was around the amount of hours it takes an athlete to become best in their field, to become elite, to become pro. And that number was 10,000 hours. I share this all the time with my kids, um, especially my son, because he's someone who thinks, you know, he can just put on a pair of skates and skate like a pro hockey player, or, you know, he can watch someone do parkour and he can just go and do it. And really, you know, although there's other factors that come into play when we're talking about athletes, that. 10,000 hours always stuck in my mind because it really tells us that practice and consistency is what brings ease to everything that we do. So I'm going to keep doing this. I have really, really enjoyed doing it. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. Um, and yeah, hang in there and keep, uh, keep the conversations coming. But um, anyways, today... My heart has been telling me to talk about something that I personally have needed a a massive reminder in lately, and that is to be an active creator of my own life. We often feel, myself included, of course, like we're just going through the motions or maybe, you know, that feeling of overwhelm just creeps in. Um, This has especially been my truth over the past year and, and this is something that uh, I have been working on for probably the past decade, but over the past year, I've really noticed um, almost, you know, that's like one, one step forward, like three steps back with this. And we, and, and I'm saying this as a collective society, are normalizing this, this whole overwhelm, burnout, um, going through the motions and we're normalizing this through memes through our conversations with each other um there's there's humor that's being created around this and you know there's tv shows and things that just 
you know, kind of poke fun in the fact that we're just like, you know, spinning, spinning through this rat race together. But I found myself the other day asking the question, what if? And this is, this is not a new question for me. It's a question I actually have written it down in my office. It's, it's one that I love because it's just so simple, but it has the ability to spark independent thought what if it's just two words what if and this week i've been thinking what if we we challenge this badge of honor of being overworked and stressed and overwhelmed and instead of you know giving people that badge of honor for for those things what if we gave out badges of honor to women who are stopping to really consider what it is that they want moving forward in their life um, women who are are questioning the norm and pushing towards living a life that has been truly designed by them. What if we did that instead? These are often the women that we judge or maybe we get quiet around, we don't feel connected to. And I, I say this because I have a lot of women in my life who are living this way and they're super inspiring and I do feel super connected to them when I am in a, a state of uh, willingness, I guess it is, to, to push towards that for myself. So I hope this makes sense. Um, but, I, you know, I mentioned the two steps forward, three steps back, or one step forward, three steps back. And that is how I know it's a red flag. When I'm starting to change my, my thoughts and, and judgments towards others, that's when I know that it is time to look inward and and really take check of where I'm at. I I find um, an example of this would come to social media, and I hear this all the time. Social media brings, you know, people say it brings me down. It makes me feel inferior. It makes me feel bad about my life. Um, and I personally, I, I haven't really struggled with that too much, but I do notice if I am having thoughts like that, red flag, something is up. Um, I've learned that these feelings for myself anyways are the biggest invitation to look at my life and really not fall into that that mindless scrolling you know because if if you just if you don't address it if you don't stop and address it and you fall down that rabbit hole of mindless scrolling you're going to feel a massive lack of motivation almost falling into a numb state and i've been through that who hasn't who hasn't been through this right I, you know, I remember these times well and these feelings that come up and, you know, I've experienced them to some degree over the past few months. But when I asked myself that question, what if, what if you were to say enough is enough and, and really lean into how you want to feel in relationship with yourself first, are you currently feeling that way? And if the answer is, is no, then, you know, it's time to stop and, and take account of how it is, you know, that, that you do want to feel, or how do you, how do you want to feel in relationship with your kids or your spouse or your parents or your friends, any relationship really, how do you, how do you want to feel in your own body and in your own mind? I know for me, um, when I've asked myself these questions, 
I want to feel strong. I want to feel purposeful. I want to feel, um, I want to feel full of life. I'm, you know, I'm in my mid thirties. I have two young children and I need to really, I need to live these days, not just try and struggle through them. Like, the collective is telling me to do. Um, I, I can't be wishing these days away. These are, you know, our prime years, so to speak. My kids will never be little again. And, and these days are, are certainly fleeting. So I want to really enjoy them in a way that feels fantastic to me. Um, also, I, you know, I mentioned I'm in my mid thirties and I need to continue to strive to be better and, and become the woman who I have a deep core desire to be. So when I when I say that, I I'm thinking of myself 10 years from now and who is she? This gives me massive motivation because if I picture myself my you know myself 10 years from now, how what would she do or how would she respond? I love to um use her as kind of the example if i don't know how to answer something or if i don't know what to do or what decision to make i try to think of myself 10 years from now and i try to think what would she do or what would she how would she handle this situation but if i don't stop to take time to do that then that's not going to happen and I, I can't just sit back and scroll all day and, and wallow with others in, in a state of numbness. I have to be active in my pursuit to create a life that is designed by me. So if you're like me, um, I, I want to be an inspiration for those around me. Um, my kids are, are the two people in this world who I want to do that the most for and if you don't have kids you I, I'm sure you can relate uh, that you know you want people to remember you as being inspiring and and you know leaving a, a legacy of of love and learning but my kids are, are really what drives me when I when I get into this state and I, I really want to teach them and guide them through their own anger and anxiety and self-esteem all of the emotions that they're going to experience but if I don't know how to do this for myself because I don't possess the skills, then I'm going to continuously remain stuck in this struggle. And unfortunately, the likelihood of them following suit is quite high. So I refuse to stay stuck in when, when I have these feelings and these thoughts um, because I believe change is always possible. And, and that is key. Because if you believe that change is possible, then you will do something about that. So I want to ask you, do you believe that? Do you believe change is possible for you? Um, I also hold a belief that may not be a popular one. But I, I hold this belief that relationships don't have to be hard. And when or if your relationships are hard... It's often us that is bringing old stuff into the mix. And there is, I don't even know who said it, to be honest. So sorry, guys. I'm Again, I, I don't remember names and quotes and all this. But there's um, this, this thing called the law of the mirror. And I encourage you to look it up because it's so true. And it just states that when we are triggered by something, there's often something within ourselves that we need to work through. So I 
definitely hold that belief. And there, there are exceptions to everything and, and there are toxic relationships. But if you really hold a strong belief and, and know who you are, then you won't remain in those toxic relationships. And, um, you know, that can be easier said than done sometimes. But really what I'm trying to say here is create what you want to be a part of and, and what it is that, what, what do you crave? I actually, I did a workout this morning and I, I had this question, what do you crave on my heart as well? And for me right now, today anyways, I crave alone time with my husband. I crave peaceful connections with my, particularly my son. I want to say my kids, but particularly my son because, you know, I've, I've felt a little more disconnected from him lately. And so I want to create those, those moments of peaceful conversation. I want to feel stronger in my body. And every time I work out, I do, I do feel stronger, which encourages me to keep doing that. So now when I figure out what it is that I wanted to crave, I had to, after my workout, I actually thought, if, you know, if I, if I had more alone time with my husband, if I had those peaceful conversations with my son, and if, if I felt even stronger in my body, what emotions would that invoke? And for me, it came up, um, lighter and, and loved and powerful. And I, you know what, I'm actually going to write these down right now. So I want to feel light and loved and powerful. And then when I wake up in the morning, if I'm truly creating a life that I want to live, then I need to create my day around these emotions that I, I want to feel. So powerful. Let's take that one. And if I wake up and say, I want to feel powerful this morning, what can I do about that? So for me, working out, lifting some weights, going for a run, um, energizing music always makes me feel powerful as well. Anything that gets my endorphins pumping through my body, it's always a way for me to achieve this feeling. So maybe the block then comes to say, well, you know, I have to be at the door by 8 a.m. I don't have time for this. But if I'm truly creating the life that I want to live, I'll get up earlier. I'll go to bed earlier so that I can get up earlier so that I can give myself the gift of this feeling in the morning because if I want to feel powerful I'm the only one that can make that happen also I need to consider too if I'm if I'm just being if I'm home all day instead of staying in pajamas and sending you know emails and doing work from home am I dressed like someone who feels powerful and that needs to be a question every morning if that's a core feeling that I want to have um, also around my food. Am I eating things that will make my body feel powerful or am I eating things that make me feel bloated and gross? And for me, I love having my green smoothie in the mornings. That just makes me feel so good on the inside of my body. Or am I reaching for, you know, bagels and muffins and things that I know are not going to make me feel good. When it comes to the people you hang out with, that is is really important as well. And I have needed to ask myself this lately is, am I hanging out with people who make me feel powerful and support me in, in my core desire to feel that way? Or are 
people intimidated by this desire of mine and therefore subconsciously are actually encouraging me to suppress that feeling. And lately, I have been feeling a bit that way in in some of the conversations that I've been having. Uh, even around social media. Does social media inspire me to feel powerful? And if the answer is no, then I need to get off it. And I know that that needs to be my signal to say, get off of it. So really, when you're creating the life that you want, you need to think about the core desire and that core feeling that you're you're looking to create. This, honestly, I know, <laughs> it can be easier said than done. And I've experienced that. Overwhelm is real. I 100% am with you on that. And I get it. Um, we all experience that. You know, that's none of us are exempt from from that feeling, but we must, we must, we must stop when the overwhelm hits. Don't shove it down. Don't push it aside. Um, Pay attention to the overwhelm. Our bodies, I believe, are so incredible and they they whisper to us. And when they whisper, pay attention. Um, If if you don't pay attention to it, usually what your body will do is then, you know, give you a, a gentle knock and if you keep resisting your those those knocks and those whispers then whatever is wrong it will persist and it will grow bigger and that is a promise that will always happen um there's a there's an actual quote around that <laughs> again guys with my quotes um i think it it says what you resist persists and grows bigger i think it's it's though not again those are not my words but i have seen this firsthand um I, I mentioned in a in the very first introduction that my mom passed away when I was 20 years old and she passed away of pancreatic cancer, which is a quite an aggressive cancer. And I I saw this firsthand in her experience as a woman. She never stopped. Her di- her digestion for years before her diagnosis, it was often not good. She was often fatigued. She was incredibly stressed. She was rushing around, honestly, like a hamster on a wheel. That is like the visual that is popping into my head right now of my mom. She was an incredible person, but there was never, to my knowledge anyways, a clear indication of where she was going or if in fact the destination of where she was going was one that actually was was a a desire to her heart and soul. She would take, you know, take this course, she would do this volunteer role and say yes to that because someone else said that they thought it would be a good idea for her. So the lesson that she passed on to me through this is that we need to stop, we need to release that overwhelm. And and for me, that's brain dumping. I, I love lists. I always have. Um, and when I when I'm overwhelmed, I list all the things that I need to do out pen to paper. And you can do this, there's apps for this and everything, but I personally love pen to paper. My lists honestly are long. <laughs> if if I'm being perfectly honest, they are very long. But when you go back over your list, so you dump everything that you need to get done on a piece of paper, then when you go back over it, you choose three things that you can prioritize right now that will have the biggest impact on your life over the next 12 hours, let's say. And maybe making dinner is one of them. It doesn't sound very fun, but it needs to get done if everybody in the house wants to eat. Um, Maybe you need to send 
five emails and maybe the other one is cleaning the kitchen. So they don't have to be like earth shattering, big, you know, tasks that you're getting done. But prioritize three things, do those things. And after they're done, you may realize that those feelings of overwhelm have greatly reduced and you now have this new, this new spark of motivation to complete a few more things off that list. And I know that is often what we need to do because if we're in a state of overwhelm, we freeze, we go numb and we don't do anything. And that's when you notice you just want to sit on the couch or you just want to sit on social media and scroll and nothing happens. There's there's no action that's moving you forward. So stop, brain dump, prioritize three things, even if they're, you know, small Thing. I know for me, cleaning the house, particularly the kitchen, I I get so overwhelmed when my house is messy and I need to clean it. And then as soon as I clean it, I feel so light. Again, that was another core desire that I've had lately. I feel so light that I feel capable of doing the other things, the bigger things that are going to push me towards creating a life that I want to live. So what I have always realized is that there are things also on the list that remain on the list for several days and then they become so irrelevant, they actually fall right off. So don't be afraid if your list is really long like mine because that happens as well. So brain dump, I highly recommend it. Make sure you manage your energy too. Um, and I talked a little bit about this around my feeling of feeling powerful for me, it's, you know, managing my energy is always a workout or a walk or a run, listening to podcasts, music, something that's going to energize me without fail every single time. And those things are what energizes me and maybe they'll work for you too. Or maybe you have something else that energizes you like baking or knitting or (laughs) playing with your puppy or do something that's going to energize you and and we're also individual and unique so you'll you'll know what it is that that gives you that you know that life and that energy so really all this boils down to is the belief that you can create the life that you desire and i know i believe it for myself And I believe that if we think that way, then it just makes it possible to create a life that we want to live. So anyways, guys, thanks for listening and we will catch you next time.